It's Wednesday, June 5th, 2019. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, I am privileged to have my lovely wife, Ashley, here today, and we want to talk about Stand for Orphans. Stand for Orphans is a summer initiative that is now a year-round initiative where we want to encourage boys and girls to take a stand for orphans that to show kids that they are not too young to start getting engaged in equipping and manifesting the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. And so in 2005, uh, Stand for Orphans was birthed at a dog park uh, near our home in Birmingham, Alabama. And from that birth, we have seen over $350,000 raised on behalf of orphans and vulnerable children. We have seen so many thousands of children who have participated and how many uh, countless lives that have been impacted. So first and foremost, Ashley, just tell us a little bit about how Stand for Orphans got started. So the kids had been begging to do lemonade stands, probably just like your kids, probably, you know, summer after summer, day after day, asking if they could do them. And I'd always said, no, 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 that's too much trouble. And one day, May 2015, I said yes. And so we made it very simple. We got a poster board and some lemonade and a table, and we went down to a local park and set up there. And although we didn't make very much money, uh, maybe $20 over the course of a couple days. Yes, you heard that right. They enticed me to not only go one day, but several days that week and set up. And we had various treats. The next day we did dog treats because we were at a dog park. And so, um, like I said, although we didn't raise that much money that day, um, that was the day that the kids' wheels started turning and started thinking about how could we use a simple idea like a lemonade stand to get other kids involved in orphan care around the world. And so uh, they said, well, maybe we could give this money to Lifeline. And then another kid said, well, maybe we could encourage other kids to do this. And then another kid said, maybe we could find a generous donor who would be interested in matching our efforts. And so that is how the idea for Stand for Orphans was birthed. And I know that uh, we've been privileged and have just had the joy of getting to travel around the world as a family. Uh, we were in Colombia, obviously, last summer for about five weeks, and, and then for about six and a half weeks, uh, six years ago, we were able to spend the summer in China. Uh, talk a little bit about how these experiences have just really welled up a passion for you and for our kids in getting other kids and other people engaged uh, with orphan and vulnerable children. Yeah, so I would say that we are all called... Um, to do something on behalf of the orphan and vulnerable children. So some people are called to adopt, and then others are called to care for them in different ways. And so our family um, has been called to um, to minister to orphans, to vi- visit orphans, um, as James one twenty seven says, to visit the, the orphan in their distress. And so um, when you go into an orphanage and you see the children there, it does something to your heart, and you can't walk away from that and and just be okay with continue, continuing life as you had before. And so for me, um, after going into these orphanages, I had to do something. I didn't know what that thing was. Um, when we visited orphanages in China, 
years and years ago, um, but these ideas have been stirring in my heart for some time. And so when the kids um, started talking about what they could do on behalf of children around the world, um, I it was just all these years of these of the passions coming together, and I was like, yes, this is it. This is this is how children can get involved, even if they don't bring an orphan into their home. And and even going off that, Ashley, I know one of the things that you're big on in our home is making sure that our children understand that they are not here to be served, but to serve. And, and it's really even that spiritual principle that Jesus taught his disciples there at the Last Supper, that the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for, for many. And as believers, we are in turn from the grace and, and salvation of Christ to to serve. But a lot of times people think that that's for adults, but it's also for children. And so talk about just the way that Stand for Orphans is such a neat way to talk about service and to get your kids engaged with serving. Right. So I feel like a lot of times we are self-centered, just as, as human nature, we're self-centered, and so are children. And so um, I feel like that doing all these things, gathering these supplies and setting up a lemonade stand is, is a common thing to do in the summer. However, taking it that to that next step and saying to your children, okay, let's not keep this money for ourselves that we're raising today, but let's think about children who are on the other side of the world who don't have a mom and a dad and who are um, living in an orphanage with with desperate conditions and helping them to think about others and then act on that. So not only thinking about them, praying for them, but also doing something for them. Um, and so Stand for Orphans is just a great way to teach children from a young age that life's not about them and to help them to be focused on others. Okay, so obviously if people want to get engaged more with Stand for Orphans, they can go to the website which is standfororphans.org. So it's standfororphans.org. There's also a Pinterest page. And if you want to connect on Instagram, you can go to Stand for Orphans. So look for Stand for Orphans. Um, well, so people that are listening, they've heard a little bit about the history, kind of as a family, why we felt led, how this idea was birthed in the hearts and the minds of you and our children, Caleb and Adeline and Emily four years ago, but if someone's listening to this podcast, why would you tell them that they should participate, that their family should participate? So when we look at the number of worldwide orphans, the number can be really staggering. There are 153 million orphans worldwide that need our help. And as I've mentioned before, James 127 um, says to care for the orphan and the widow to visit them. And so there are many ways to do this. Adoption is one way, uh, but the reality is that less than half of 1% of all orphans will ever be adopted, which in turn leaves millions and millions of image bearers languishing in orphanages around the world. And so if you might be listening to this and you may have already adopted and you may be thinking that you don't have room at the table for another orphan, but you would love to be able to help those that are still in orphanages around the world or on the streets around the world. And so this is a great way for you to participate and help them. Or you may be listening and you may want to do something on behalf, but don't feel like adoption is what you're called to do. And so this is just a great way to get your whole family engaged 
in orphan care without ever leaving your backyard. Okay, so thinking about the motivation behind doing it, the 153 million orphans around the world, we think of the half a million kids that are in foster care, and literally this $350,000 has touched so many lives, both here at home through kids in foster care, but also kids around the world. And so what a great reason why, what a great motivation that Christ has done so much for us so that we in turn want to do for others, that, that Christ tells us throughout his word, that God tells us throughout his word to care for the vulnerable, to care for the orphan and the widow. So we're all in. Now let's talk logistics. What do you sell at your stand? Do you just have to sell lemonade? No, you can you can get creative. You can sell lemonade. You can sell cookies and brownies and other homemade treats. You can get your kids to make slime. We have a child who loves to make slime, new, a new recipe every day. Um, you can make bracelets. Uh, you could sell popsicles. You could you could go further into the food and you could do hot dogs or hamburgers or anything like that. And if you wanted to do it at a different time of year, you could do apple cider, you can do hot chocolate. They're, the ideas are, are endless. Uh, so I just, just encourage you to get creative. And yes, uh, she did slip in slime there. <laughs> uh, our youngest, Emily, who is nine, if you need a slime recipe, uh, she can give you one. She has one that she's just recently perfected, <laughs> and it is the perfect consistency, and it is just absolutely perfect. And so she has already told us recently that we have to get more glue so that she can make that particular uh, that particular one to actually sell at a stand. So literally anything. Be creative and think about what would people want. I know that some families have even gone to craft shows and craft fair trades and, and sold things there. Uh, some folks have had yard sales. Whatever it is uh, that you can think of to be creative, to get your kids engaged. And I think that's one of the things that has been so cool is to see Ashley engage our children each and every year to say, we don't just have to do lemonade. We don't have to do everything we did last year. What's something new? What's something different? What's something unique? Okay, so when and where should someone do their stand? So if you've ever tried to sell a house, you know that the... Realtor also always says location, location, location. So I would say the same for your lemonade stand. Um, the last thing you want to do is get everything all set up and then not have any customers. You will have very disappointed children. So I would suggest going to a populated place, whether that be a park or a dog park or perhaps a farmer's market, uh, maybe in front of a local business. I will say that you need to ask permission before you do that. Um, maybe your church or small group. Um, location would be a good place. Um, Herbie mentioned a um, yard, yard sale. sale. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. A yard sale. And if you have a neighborhood community yard sale, then people are going to be going from house to house. And why not stop and get some lemonade along the way? Um, maybe you could approach your church and say, could we do a lemonade stand after church one Sunday and get everybody coming out of church? So there are a lot of different things that you can do. Uh, maybe set up by a pool this summer. Again, just make sure you ask for permission if it's somewhere like that. And I think you would be surprised. We certainly have known folks that have set up in front of businesses. There are actually some area businesses here that are doing their own lemonade stands and stands for orphans. And so just make sure you ask for permission. But you would be surprised, especially if you send your kids in to ask for permission, that usually as once they know that it's for a good cause, then they are willing to allow you to set up a lemonade stand. And so, you know, with that, even talking about a local business that's setting up a stand, 
This doesn't just have to be children either. So who can participate? That's the unique thing about this initiative is that anybody can participate. So it can be elementary age children. It can be high school students. It could be college students. It could be adults. It could be um, anybody. Anybody can participate. And so it's a great opportunity to bring your family together to help those who don't yet have a family. Okay, so we've talked about the motivation. We've talked about some logistics, what to sell, where to set up, who can get involved. Now we're all in, babe. How do we get started? So if you go to the StanfordOrphans.com website, then we have a free kit there that you can download. I'm a busy mom too, and um, if I can do this, you can do this. If you could have seen the very first poster that I made, it was quite pathetic. The kids wanted me to write, you know, lemonade for sale, benefiting lifeline, and I'm not, I was not a cheerleader. I don't have the bubble letter skills on a poster board. Um, and so we've tried to make it really simple so that you don't have to even make a poster board. You can just go click this um, link and download a kit and you've got all the printables there that you can cut out and have your kids color. And so we've tried to make it as simple as possible. Um, and if you will just help us spread the word by posting your pictures on social media, we're going to use the hashtag stand for orphans and just encourage other people to do that. And you're probably involved in some type of group, whether that is a mom's group, a Bible study group, um, a book club, PTO, sports teams, etc. Um, and so if you would just help us encourage other people to do stands. Um, I actually had another thought. Setting up at a baseball field this summer for at a baseball tournament would be a fantastic idea. If your kids play track and field or football or whatever they play, um, and there's a lot of people around, that would be a great place to set up a stand. So maybe you would even know someone who would be willing to match funds that you've made personally at your stand or um, that would be willing to match funds that are raised by multiple stands. Yeah, and so please just let us know if you have that information on folks that would like to match those stands or uh, also if you need help. Um, outside of the kit that we've already put at standfororphans.org. If there's other ways that we can help you, that we can send brochures, to send information that you can pass out at your stands, we'd be more than willing to do so and to get you that information. And also, I just want to encourage every single family. It's not at the end of the day about how much these kids raise. It's about the experience of coming together, of, of working together and working on something that's bigger than themselves, that's outside of themselves to serve others. Uh, I remember one of the great stories that we heard was that a family had gone in and this particular year we had a, a rather large matching grant and this family had gone out and worked all day and the kids only made about $8 on their lemonade stand. They came in uh, pretty discouraged and their moms had tried just to, to dig it out of the ditch and said, well, there's someone that's going to match it. So really your $8 made $16 and mom thinking that that might work, didn't know how well it would work and the kids got excited and started whooping and hollering and so just remember that every little bit counts, that every little bit makes a difference. You know, uh, just recently, uh, Josh Caldwell, as we've talked about, and I were in India. And I know that uh, in India, 
uh, we have been working with a, a, a group in Bangalore uh, where there are vulnerable children on the streets. And you would be surprised that that $16 that summer that that family raised would actually take care of 16 kids for one day that are vulnerable to help them get love, to help them get support, to help them get a meal, and to help them be wrapped around by a local church in Bangalore. $1 a day would help a child in need in Bangalore today. So 16 children could be helped. For 16 days, one child could be helped. So you never know just how much one little dollar can do on behalf of these children around the world. There are so many things that Lifeline is engaged in to show love and to grace and to visit orphans in their distress. And many times I know that we've walked into uh, these homes and these orphanages around the world and these kids are just craved for attention. They're craved for someone to love on them and take notice of them and care for them and to be consistent. And so as we equip the body of church here, uh, or the body of Christ through the church here at home and around the world to visit orphans and widows in their distress know that by taking a stand for orphans by by doing these simple lemonade stands or stands with other items that you are literally breathing uh, life into the ministry of lifeline through your support uh, it is such an encouragement to our staff uh, who strives each and every day uh, to serve the Lord through our ministry, to see these checks come in, to see checks for 1453, or to see uh, a child bring in literally Ziploc bags full of coins. What an encouragement it is to our team. So know that at, by participating in Stand for Orphans, you are encouraging our team, you are encouraging the body of Christ, and you're literally making a difference. So please go to standfororphans.org today, sign up for the kit, get your family engaged, and know that you are making a difference. We are so excited to see this fourth annual year of Stand for Orphans to see what the Lord will do and how he will use this summer and this year through our Stand for Orphans campaign to make a huge mammoth difference. So again, standfororphans.org, please visit. I want to thank my beautiful wife, Ashley, for being here. What a passion she has. I know that has come out to get children engaged and to be a part of this. And so she would have me say, if you have not yet done it, go ahead and rate the Defender podcast. Uh, many have asked me, how do I actually do that? If you will go to your podcast listening app, find the Defender podcast, usually at the very bottom, there is a way to rate the podcast. If you would rate and also comment on the podcast, these help us be able to be noticed uh, by other uh, people. It helps us be able to get up in the ratings and the search so that when people are looking for this podcast, that they will be able to find it. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.